Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, joined by the chairman. Yes. My wife told me to quit saying big fella, so big I can't fella. say that anymore. So you're just the chairman. Brett likes to, or Spencer likes to call me the husky fellow. I will not say that. <laughs> you're a sharp man. Yeah. All right. Folks, great day in the market today. A couple things we want to talk about. Number one, let's talk about year-to-date returns. Then we're going to talk about inflation. And the market is going bonkers today in a very positive way. Why? That's what we want to address today. And some very important historical numbers. First off, Brian, year-to-date, the NASDAQ's down 29.7%. S&P down 17.5%. It's been a tough year. That's not bad, though. Well, yeah. Because a week ago, yeah. the NASDAQ was down 34%, and the S&P was like 25%. Now, is it- is, the, is this as of today? Or? Yes, sir. Okay, current, because the market's up big today. So let's talk about that. Why is the market up today so big? We've talked about inflation on this podcast many times. Inflation came out today, and the consensus was that inflation would dip. It's currently, well, before today, it was at 82 and that it was going to dip down to 7.9%. That was the estimate. Well, today we got some good news, 775 Mm-hmm. Still high. Still high. But don't be a downer. <laughs> but but uh, lower than expected, and it looks like uh, some of the uh, uh, action taken by the Fed is starting to take effect, and I think that's why the market's up big today. Yep, the market's up big, big for for many reasons, and that's one of them. But when we say the market's up big, I'm I'll open my real time. Uh, S and P is up. Eh, 4.75%. The NASDAQ is up over 6%. And the 10-year, Brian, is at 3.8%. I think that's... Why is that such a big deal? That's 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 a big deal. So I watched... Uh, I was uh, looking at CNBC. You're watching CNBC this morning when the CPI never came out. Yes. And at that point, the, the 10-year Treasury was over 4%. And immediately... Uh, the the prices went higher, yields went lower, currently at 3.8%. That's, And the reason why that's a big deal is that is the benchmark for the risk-free rate of return. That's the, what we call the discount rate. And uh, not to get too technical, but it's very important when you value assets, and all assets, including real estate, stocks, or businesses, the lower that discount rate is, the more valuable the more attractive the more attractive future cash flows are we we discount those discount those cash flows at uh uh a lower rate so so we were we were talking earlier and you mentioned a few stocks square up 15% amd 13 and a half snowflake 13 and a half Zoom, 13%. Amazon's up 10 or 12 or yeah, something. NVIDIA. Yeah. I mean, these things are cranking. And how, So next next podcast, we need to do an interest rate 101. Why that 10-year, 2-year Fed funds, why it matters. But in a, in a nutshell, we're seeing assets like that go haywire today. As it relates to the 10-year, why? 
the discount rate. So those, this is a term that uh, you've probably, if you watch CNBC or read financial papers, d documents, you hear this, it's called duration, long duration assets. And when you, ha and those companies you mentioned there are what we, what we would consider as long duration assets. That's where those, the cash flows from those businesses, they're growing at a high rate. Those cash flows are growing at a high rate, but you were starting at such a small base that those cash flows into the future, the higher the discount rate, the less valuable those future cash flows are, especially the further out that those cash flows will be coming you know, back to you. And that's, that's what we call long duration assets. And uh, with the lower discount rate today, it's up above, it was up above 4%, now it's down below 4%, that makes those cash flows more valuable into the, you know, into the future. And that's why those stocks are up, are, are, are up so much. Yeah. Uh, so a couple things, too. I was watching CNBC this morning as well just to get the inflation news. And for whatever reason, I watched 15 minutes, 20 minutes past that inflation news. And here's what I heard, Brian. Inflation came out, futures pop, right? Because it's better than expected, 7.75. Uh, futures pop, and everybody on a panel at, on CNBC said, well, wait, hold on, because, because interest rates are going to continue to go higher. And we thought the same thing, <laughs> which was what? Okay, I can't say it. No crap! <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. What, now, why do we say no crap? Here, here's the interesting thing. Talking about the Fed funds rate. I mean, it, they were saying the obvious. We, every, yeah. If no you've listened kidding. to Jerome Powell, Chair Powell, or you know, um, he's been telling us, hey, you know, one month of C, you know, good CPI numbers is not going to deter us. We are going to press forward, push forward, and we are we're going to get we're going to get this inflation under control, and. So we know this. This is, and you know, all these panelists kept Don't saying, "Don't get too excited because interest rates are going to go, can, going to continue to go higher." We know this, right? So yeah. there is, if you talk about the Fed funds rate, three point seven five on the lower end right now. There's an eighty five percent probability the market's pricing in another fifty basis points in December. No kidding, it's going higher. And then after that, quarter percent. 53% probability in, in February and another quarter percent uh, in March. So really the market's pricing in 475 to 5%. So no kidding. Yeah. And I would say that December, yes, I think, I think there's a high probability and I would agree that there's a very high probability that the Fed will raise uh, Fed funds rate another 50 basis points in December. But that will be dependent upon what, CPI looks like next month and, yep. is, and and whether or not you know in February and March that will determine you know how aggressive they are depending on what the data says in January so inflation's gone from 9.06 at its peak to 8.2 to 7.75 that's positive it's positive yeah that's three months so I get the Fed doesn't look at one month, but that's three months. And and all of these panelists kept saying, "Well, yeah, it's still seven point. You're, you're right, but it's moving in the right direction." I guess that's so. Yeah. So then, why is the market up so much today? Well, it's because if you look at the short end, we know what the Fed's going to do. They're going to be raising interest rates on the short end of the the yield curve. That's the Fed funds. That's the one year, the two year. And if you look at 
the interest rates, what we call the uh, yield curve, typically the longer you go out in time, the, the interest, you, you demand higher interest rates. Well, today we have what's called an inverted yield curve. And that's because the Fed is artificially, and, and they're doing this, they're raising mm-hmm. short-term rates. But the long end of the market, the 10-year and longer, is actually the, a, a lower than what the two-year or the Fed funds rate is. So that's, the market is, investors are saying, hey, I, I believe long-term, the, the, the discount rate in the long-term is going to be lower and that's positive for asset prices. So when the, you see the 10-year go from f- plus 4% to 3.8%, that's really positive. Now, we'll, positive. We'll, see we'll see what see it looks like. Yeah, so January. I'm going to put this in a very simplistic way. Hey, I'm, like, I'm, like I'm telling my kids, sometimes life is dark, right? And this year has been pretty dark for returns. But you're... you're your personality, your optimism, everything changes when you see a little light. And I feel like we've been in a dark tunnel. And today with a 7.75, which sounds crazy, inflation rate, uh, we're seeing the movement we need. And now there's a little light that we can see that's at the end of the tunnel. Now, will the light go out? I don't know. But it seems like there's a little light at the end of the tunnel for this bear market. And here's what I would say to that too, Brian. We said this six months ago, okay? There's been three times in history where rising rates uh, occurred with high inflation, and there was a recession that accompanied everyone, which we've had our conversation about in the past. 1974, peak inflation was in December. The market bottom, same time. 1980, peak inflation, April. 14.76, 14.76, which is unbelievable. Uh, market bottom, same time. 1990, 6.29% inflation. Market bottom, same time. Okay. So if history is the guide, if inflation truly has peaked, what does that mean? Maybe. Based on history, maybe, maybe, good yeah, word, maybe, good word, maybe, <laughs> maybe the market's bottomed, and maybe. I th- and I think that's the other reason why the market's up so strong today, is if 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 we have seen peak inflation, and as a result, uh, peak you know interest rates, um, that would explain why the stock market's you know m- moving up really strong today. So, in the words of Nick Murray, we like Nick. Nobody knows nothing. but we can look at history as a guide here's the other fascinating thing that we've talked about so many times on this podcast talked about trying to time the market right jp is this jp morgan that you print that that you got the other day i think it is jp i think it is yeah uh jp morgan has and we've said this stat many many times but in a day where the market is up six percent it's worth revisiting this if you miss the top 10 days of the markets, the, the top, top 10 best days, your returns go from 9.5% down to 5.3. They're almost cut in half. When do those top 10 days occur on average? Usually it's near in a, in a bear market or at, at the 
near a bottom of a near bear bottom. market. And that's why it's so important to, to, to stay invested, to be patient. This is one of those, perhaps, I mean, it's the best day we've had, gosh, in, in years. Uh, this is one of those days that you just have to be invested in, and you can't time the market. You just got to buy good, good, good businesses and, and weather the storm and put more money to work if you can. That's that's what today tells me. Yeah, me as well. Yep. Let's hope this keeps going, Brian. Well, hope so. Next time we're going to do uh, interest rates 101. Until that, enjoy that little light. Hopefully it doesn't diminish that's that's in that tunnel. Hopefully. I have no idea, but hopefully showing us the end of uh, the bear market, the beginning of a bull market. Could be. Could be. That asterisk has to has to be there. It could be. Anyway, with that, thanks for listening, my friends. Until next time, bye-bye. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888-591-0334.